your boy jerry the tr expert washington here at general fitness company studio today is hey it's may <laughs> it's may 3rd 2021 yeah it's the first uh, first episode of may not the first day of may but it's the first episode of may and this is season eight episode 49 and today we're going back to the well going back to running form today we're gonna be talking about knee drive we're gonna be talking about what why knee drive is so important what is knee drive and how we can improve your knee drive. What is knee drive, huh? What is it? Well, you'll find out in a few moments, but I'll tell you this much. One of the most, if one of the most, uh, yeah, I'll say it. I was going to, I was going to retract that, but I would say probably one of the most important aspects of your running is the drive phase. All right. So we're going to be talking about that knee drive, that drive cycle. However, there's a lot of ways to call it. I'm going to call it knee drive and uh, we'll go from there. So yeah, without further ado, let's go and get this episode underway. Episode 40, is this 49? I think it is season, it's season 8, episode 49. If not, well, it is now. <laughs> season 8, episode 49. Knee drive. Let go! I have to sleep in the bed I made. I don't sleep much at all these days. Cause you always Hey, so here we go again for another with another running form episode. So today we're going to be talking about essentially what I see people doing wrong, uh, how you can correct that, and maybe uh, go into some details about some special, specific things that I see people doing. Uh, so knee drive, this is what we're talking about, knee drive. It's essentially lifting your knee up and putting it back down. I was going to talk about foot placement, but we're going to save that for another episode uh, because it kind of ties into here, but uh, I could probably do this episode on its own without, get, without it getting too confusing. I know running is supposed to be really simple, but there's a lot of part components to it that people don't understand uh, that they should understand. Yeah, the two things, abs and hip flexors. Those are the two main things that drive the knee drive. Now, uh, in my last episode, Core and More, uh, I also talked about like the pelvic floor and like having your uh, having that engaged. That is actually really important too, and I'll tell you about why in just a few moments. See, the thing is that like you know you have abs, your your abs help you kind of stay keep your torso stable more or less, right? So what your abs do is essentially keep you from leaning back to lift your legs up. Your hip flexors help you to lift your knee up. Uh, your back, obviously, that's kind of part of that's that's part of your core, you know, that helps to keep you upright, you know, so like your abs help you, uh, help keep you from leaning back. If you have strong abs, you don't have to lean back 
to lift your knees up. If you have strong hip flexors, it's uh, again, that kind of helps you with lifting those knees up without having to lean back. And then the back is, a strong back is gonna keep you upright while you're doing those, while you're, while you're lifting your knees and moving forward, okay? So uh, to that pelvic floor that I was just talking about. Now you see, I've, I actually have quite a few people that I know, and I, know, I even know people that are, uh, you know, more or less top, you know, top runners. Now I wouldn't say like, um, you know, they're not world record holders or anything like that, but they're top runners. And I've seen the way they run. And some of them do not have a sense of what's going on in their pelvic floor. Let me explain. So you can have strong abs and you can have strong hip flexors. You can have a strong back. You can have all three of these things and still have an impaired running form because you don't have a pelvic floor in you don't have an engage, you don't have engagement in your pelvic floor as you're do, as you're lifting your knees, controlling your abs, and uh, keeping yourself upright. Now, what the pelvic floor is going to do, it's going to a help you with your breathing. So when you have when you breathe, you can kind of keep yourself upright. So I you remember from my core and, core and more episode, I was talking about how some of my runners they can't they don't breathe properly. They don't breathe from their diaphragm. They breathe all in their chest and they breathe in their shoulders and they tense their shoulders up. So what happens when you tense your shoulders up, you have a lot of your tension, well, a lot, uh, pretty much all of your shock absorption goes all the way up into your shoulders. So what happens is with, like, you know, obviously I should have been talking about this in the last episode, but what happens is that all that, shock, because all the shock absorption is going into your shoulders, your knees, your hips, and maybe even your lower back are going to take the brunt of all that impact. So, you know, if you don't have a good pelvic floor, uh, you're going you're gonna to essentially have some issues with your landing. All right. So it's not going to it's going to be hard to take those impacts of those steps because you're going to be like you're, you're not going to have your core or you're not going to have yourself prepared. You're not going to be able to brace yourself more or less for, for each one of those impacts. So the hip flexors and essentially uh, that that lower part of your core are essential. I mean, also your your pelvic floor are are essential for a helping you helping you brace yourself from impact and b actually creating that knee drive so that you can lift your knees up and go forward. So that's the that's the issue. You know, a lot of people don't have the pelvic floor. They don't have the knee drive. And the knee drive again, as I said, like you know, the knee drive. Uh, what causes a poor knee drive is A, weak hip flexors, B, uh, weak abdominals, C, uh, weaker um, pelvic floor. <laughs> I almost forgot what that was called. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, one thing, you, uh, so here's what you can do to solve that. Uh, a, you can do um, leg extensions will help because that will help, ex- help not only your hip flexors but your quads. Uh, just regular leg lifts, just straight leg leg lifts will help that. Now just lay on your back, literally just lift your legs in the air, both both of them or one at a time, depending on your lower the strength of your lower back. Those are really good for your hip flexors. Uh, another thing to do, uh, we're gonna bring it back. Plank, yes, it's in every single exercise, pretty much. Uh, plank, it's so good, so good for the core. So good. you can work the work a little bit of hip flexors, work the abs, work the lower back, and of course the pelvic floor. So, yeah, I mean these these those are good things to do. Uh, uh, another thing you can do to keep that to have that have that solid knee drive is to believe it or not work your glutes. Yeah, working your glutes. 
because glute, your glutes, uh, they are help. They help you. Hey, glutes and hamstrings, technically, uh, but they help you to pull your leg back. You know, you have the knee drive, right? You have that one phase where your knee goes up, but your knee obviously has to come back down. And the harder you can, uh, the the harder and faster you can put that knee down. I shouldn't say harder, but the faster you can put that knee down. The, obviously, the quicker your steps are going to be. So the key is to be able to not only just lift your legs fast, but also be able to put them fast in recovery. That's called a lift and recovery uh, phase of your, of your drive cycle. All right, so hamstring exercises. You can do is just like hip presses. Lay on your back, lift your butt up off the ground, keep your feet on the floor. Try that a few times. That's really good for the glutes and hamstrings. And another glute exercise, off the top of my head, Romanian deadlifts. Those are like a pretty much like a straight leg deadlift. Yeah, yeah, you know, or single leg bendovers. Those are good ones too. Essentially, essentially single leg bendovers, taking one foot off the ground, reaching both hands down to the foot that's on the floor and standing back up. That's a really good exercise because not only does it hit the hamstrings, but it also gets the calf muscles uh, and it also gets the, um, oh, well, your, uh, <laughs> your, uh, your balance, <laughs> vestibular system. Right, so yeah, uh, all those things are really good for you. I would say, I highly suggest you working on those things if you're lo- looking to create a uh, better knee drive. And uh, I guess at the end of the day, you know, the, the, the impact of having a better knee drive, as I said, is going to it's going to not only uh, increase your fr- stride frequency, meaning that you're not going to only have faster strides, but you'll also have longer strides because you'll be able to lift your you by lifting your knees long, uh, higher. You'll be you'll be able, you'll be able to reach your legs out further, and you'll be covering more ground with each step. If you're if you, obviously if you're stronger, you'll be able to push off the ground more. You'll be able to lo- uh, propel yourself forward more, and you'll be running faster. So yeah, that's this episode's. Top. That's just, <laughs> that wraps it for this episode. Knee drive. If you have any questions or if you have anything pertaining to knee drive or anything else pertaining to running, running form, feel free to shoot me an email, info at gentlefitnesscompany.com, or you can give me a call here at the office, 484-231-8500. <laughs> All right. Yeah, like I said, that does it for this episode. I really do appreciate you listening. If you did enjoy this episode, feel free to leave a rating or review or, you know, share it with a friend. Also, don't forget to subscribe because I'll be coming out with that, uh, maybe that last and final episode, either Wednesday or Friday on running form. So you don't want to miss out on that. All right. I'll check you later. Again, thank you so much for listening. And as always, keep good company. Keep good company.